Welcome to the Tom and Jerry Podcast. Tom was the cat, Jerry was the mouse. Hey guys, it's uh, the Tom and Jerry Podcast, episode, I think we're coming up to episode 3, this is for UFC 260, now I know it's a little bit late, uh, the main card just started, but pretty much just wanted to break down what I think is going to happen for the main fight against Stipe Miocic versus Francis Ngannou 2, the rematch, um, a lot of things have happened since they first met, which is over three years ago. Uh, Stipe kind of had a long hiatus with a lot of his injuries. He had his finished his trilogy with uh, Daniel um, Cromier. And I think, really, he's only versed a couple of people since the fought. Actually, it's just been him and Francis and Overeem. And I think in the Overeem fight, Stipe was pretty much still under head trauma. He got knocked down early by Overeem, which is probably as a result from the Encarno fight just before then. But really what I feel is that Stipe has probably had a lot more time to recover. Uh, a lot of his injuries, he's kind of on board. And he's coming in 30 pounds lighter in this fight. Now, I think that's going to be a key difference. He used his wrestling pretty well last time. But I really feel, although he's lighter, it'll be the same outcome. I think a lot of his output and cardio alone should be enough to do the job. Being said though, uh, Francis Ngannou has had a lot of fights since the Stipe fight. Um, he's you know, knocked out a couple of wrestlers. He had a pretty boring fight against Derek Lewis, uh, where he was gun, gun shy after the Stipe fight. So although Francis, yes, um, earlier on I was going to predict you know, Ngannou to win that rematch because he's got a lot better wrestling defense, but when I kind of put them together, you know, what is the, the tools that Ngannou has, um, you know, upgraded since then, and what has Stipe done? Now, Stipe hasn't done too much. I feel he's got a real, really good all-around game where he pretty much has always done a boxer, boxer wrestler um, strategy in most of his fights. Um, Ngannou is all about the knockout, so. I still feel, although Ngannou has knocked out wrestlers, he hasn't actually gone past the championship rounds, except once against Stipe. And it was output alone where he was gassed. So I really feel that Stipe will do another unanimous decision. Um, might be a little bit closer. He might even get rocked in the first couple of rounds. But yeah, that's my prediction. Stipe Miocic by unanimous decision. And still, let me know what your thoughts are. Comment. Yeah, let me know how you feel. See ya. Hey guys, um, second part of the podcast episode three for UFC 260. The co-main event is Tyron Woodley versus Vicente. Oh man, I forgot his um, last name. But yeah, Vicente Luque, I think. Um, so pretty much, uh, I tried to watch their past five fights. We all know that with Tyron Woodley's losing streak, this could be possibly his last UFC fight. So he'll be pretty much fighting for his job um, against Vicente, who's actually another dark horse of the division um, in, in, in the welterweight picture. He's almost uh, you know, racked up a, a full set of wins, and then 
he kind of loses and then a full set of wins. So his only real two massive losses, which is only after building up a four, four or five win streak, is against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, who's a master counter-striker, probably top three in terms of strikers in the division, and uh, against Leon Edwards, who we all know is probably one fight, or if not, next in line for the title. So I think uh, Vicente Luque should definitely be the favourite um, for this one, and I think in the betting odds he is. Um, he has a really good uh, pressure, but I don't think it is uneducated pressure. That's the main difference, I think, with a lot of Tyrone Woodley's um, pass opponents where Tyrone has caught them out cold. Um, I really feel that with Vicente being Gilbert Burns' teammate, and you've seen that in the uh, embedded series, he'll pretty much implement the same as, as Gilbert might not be as explosive. Um, I do feel he has a lot of good pressure, and um, I think it's just going to be a unanimous decision against Vicente. Sustained pressure, always kind of, you know, um, circling out as Woodley's trying to catch him over that jab, because Woodley will always be going for that overhand right. Um, Woodley might even try a blast double, but I do feel that his strategy hasn't changed at all. Um, in all of his losses, keeps saying he's hungry, he keeps saying he's going to change, you know, I'm not done yet, um, and he definitely has the ability to, but I don't think he has the mindset, or he hasn't, um, to actually switch what he has to do, which is to be first, um, to be aggressive, and to actually make the people pay, he really just sits back and really waits for that, um, you know, lazy jab, or that lazy strike to catch people out cold, he's relied on it his whole career. Um, it's definitely got him to where he was, where he was the champion, but unfortunately in this game and sport, you have to evolve, um, and I don't think Tyrone will do that. So, yep, Sente Luque by unanimous decision, similar to the main event. Let me know what you think, guys. Am I wrong? Um, will Tyrone Woodley, you know, get back his crown as he wants, or will Sente kind of earn that top five spot after this fight? Let me know. See ya. Hey guys, uh, part three of episode three for the Tom and Jerry podcast for UFC 260. Uh, this one is against the, I guess, not the co-main, but the fight just before the co-main. So it will be Sugar uh, Sean O'Malley versus Thomas Almeida. Um, it will probably be a kickboxing fight, although Sean O'Malley has really, really, really underrated grappling skills. He doesn't really use it, um, or he hasn't really used it in his UFC um, career as of late. He submitted some good people actually in some of the USC sanctioned grappling matches. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be a kickboxing showdown. Now, Thomas Almeida, um, some of his losses have really have come to let, let lazy shots. Uh, as mentioned, I guess, in some of the countdowns, he is coming from that shoot the box uh, academy. So that mentality of, you know, getting one back after he's being hit he is notorious for that and you know a lot of his losses has come from that so sugar shane o'malley is coming just off a loss um i do feel he probably was hurt against vera but you know he did start from that injury that he either self-sustained or he copped from throwing a leg kick so really um shane o'malley was probably compromised in that fight but being said it's a loss hopefully he's learnt from that i don't think he has to do too much in this fight that he's done to other opponents. What he really tries to do uh, is try to be, you know, really, really good counter striking He combines a lot of the 
unorthodox footwork or switch hitting, um, you know, from the Dominic Cruises and the Tito Dillashaws. Um, I still feel he could probably just pretty much plug and play what he's done in his last three fights. Um, I'm pulling personally for, for Sean O'Malley, so um, that being said, I think Sugar Shane will get the nod. Um, do I think it'll be a finish? I think it'll be a TKO finish uh, round, round three. I think he'll try to play with him and be very, very conservative, maybe for the first round or two. Um, just because of not just his last loss, but he seems to want to download a lot of information, which a lot of fighters are doing these days if they don't bum rush heavy. Thomas Almeida will, will be a little bit more uh, alert about what he's throwing, but I do feel old habits die hard and shoot to box mentality. He'll be wanting to be super aggressive and trying to get that um, big name win so he can move himself up um, into that upper echelon. But I do feel Sugar Sean will get the job done. Am I right? Am I wrong? Let me know, guys. Thanks. Hey, guys. Uh, this is an additional part for episode three for the Tom and Jerry podcast for USC 260 uh, with Steve Pajmiocic versus Francis Ngannou 2. This is much of three keys to victory that I feel Steve Bay will implore in this fight, for sure. So, first one. It will definitely be lateral movement. Stipe has been known to notoriously be a slow starter. He ultimately, you know, waits a couple of a round or two to kind of wake up. You can see in his loss, or even in his near loss, against um, Overeem, which he ended up getting that fight back. He got knocked down. Uh, Daniel Cormier first fight, he got knocked down cold. Um, I do feel he has to implore head movement early and actually pretty much from the jump I don't think he'll be able to cop a, a lot of those shots from Francis yes he did in that fight but you know definitely um, paid a toll when in his next fight so sustained damage that's a key so lateral movements the first one second one uh, championship jab he's got great boxing um, he's got a very good pullback um, right hand did that in the first fight. Um, he's done that to Daniel Cromier. So I guess the second key for me will be counter shots. He's got a good pullback right, and um, he seemed to implement the bow shot against Daniel. He could probably do the same thing to Francis, being a power striker. Um, so second key, yep, is his boxing counters. Um, third, I really feel he has to mix the MMA game up well again. Yes, Francis has come up with better uh, wrestling defense, but Stipe can wrestle. Um, he got him to the ground last time. Not saying he will, but just building that grappling muscle, those grappling exchanges, really puts a lot of blood in the muscle. And once uh, muscles are fatigued, they aren't able to explode as often and as frequent and for five rounds. So that will be Stipe Miocic's three keys to victory. Francis Ngannou's three keys to victory. Now, Francis, I feel he has to really get it done in the first three rounds. So he, I don't think he's a championship cardio fighter, uh, almost like a Vitor Belford or um, I guess what's what, what's that analogy they're doing? Uh, is it the, the, the Ford Escalade? Or basically, he is a racehorse. If he doesn't get it done in, within three rounds, he's pretty much done, in my opinion, because he's not built for that sort of fight. So, 
first key to victory is to catch Stipe cold. Um, you know, wait for Stipe to either throw a lazy jab or a non-committal shot, maybe a feint, and Francis comes either with um, an uppercut or uh, a left hook. He's got a pretty good um, slip left hook that he did against Overeem and some of his other recent knockouts. Really, he's really, really quick. Um, I also feel that's his first key, so catching Stipe cold with an early counter shot or if a fake. Um, the second one, uh, because he's he's more boxing orientated, similar to Stipe, yeah, he's got powerful kicks, but he's never really used them. Um, I actually feel that the second one could be actually going for a takedown. The reason why I say that is it's very unorthodox. Um, Stipe actually got knocked out against Daniel Cormier. Yes, Daniel Cormier is head and shoulders above Francis in this, but just catching Stipe early on in the fight by maybe a clinch and then into a strike um, kind of lulls Stipe into that false sense of, I'm just going to box. Um, I still feel like that is an opportunity for Francis to land his Wakanda fist. Um, third key to victory for me, for Francis, is also going to be mixing up his speed of strikes. When you're a power striker or where you're quicker than your opponent, a lot of people tend to um, use their speed incorrectly, in my opinion. And what I mean by that is if you're super, super quick, if you throw a fake or if you throw a shot and the person doesn't react to it, you're not really getting them to do what you want them to do, which is to pretty much react to a shot and then you throw over the top um, as an example. So I think Francis should actually start playing um, a bit of the, the slow man game, mixing up the speed of his strikes. Um, he's super, super quick for, for a heavyweight. Um, so yeah, I think it's speeding up that, you know, either that jab or that cross. So once he gets Stipe to bite, then he counters the counter. Um, so that's my third key to victory. I still feel that Stipe will get this done overall, but yeah, let me know what you think, guys, and enjoy.